With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Speaking of uh, raising money. So Is that a jar? Uh. Look, I didn't fart in it. It's okay. <laughs> I was driven mad by how much money this woman was making off these jars, right? Uh-huh. Go on. And I said, there's got to be some money in this for the old trillionaire mindset, boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what happens on every podcast that we do? There's a lot of giggling and no, fun. No, no, no. You always have to burp. Oh. <laughs> and I figured... <laughs> Shares are just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. Bitcoin. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> you got your pens all set up there? Shut up, Ben. I don't know why I have a Sharpie on here. I have a Sharpie, too. <laughs> I was never a kid who huffed. Remember that was like a thing? They they the taught us in the, in the drug the classes all about inhalants. Yeah, because Nancy Reagan was like, just say no. Just, excuse me <laughs> one second. Just say no. <laughs> Whoa. Just say no. Oh, man. So uh, on the car ride over here, remember I told you that I had something to tell you about? Um, that was going to be a funny surprise. Yeah, you I like mean, it's to not play that these funny. Little games with me in the car. It was actually really painful. So there's something. This is. Uh, it's funny because it involves the butt, but uh, with one T, it is very painful. So last night I was awoken, as I have been several times over the last year, with uh, severe <laughs> stabbing ass pain. Um, what? <laughs> and it's a real thing. It's called because I I did so, you have a visitor? <laughs> what do you? What does that mean? Like an actual person? Or are you making a joke about me getting? Well, I just what was stabbing your ass? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So a little bit of background. I don't know when it was, but a year ago, two years ago, I was awoken in the middle of the night with like the most painful thing I've ever experienced. This is like the start of one of those Halloween songs. I was awoken in the middle of the night. <laughs> By a severe ass pain. <laughs> <laughs> his ass hurts. <laughs> his, his ass hurts. His ass hurts. This wasn't a painful ass. <laughs> That's the monster match. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, but I legitimately was laying in bed, like writhing around, sweating, was just, it gas? No, it wasn't gas. I was delirious because it was so painful. I thought that I had to go to the bathroom. I didn't. And it then all of a sudden, like a miracle, it just went away. But obviously I was Googling what the, I just Googled like severe anal pain. And <laughs> and it was revealed to me it is it is a thing called proctalgia fugax. And it, Damn, it is you got proctalgia fugax? Fugax. <laughs> it is What'd you fucking call me? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's from from Healthline.com. Proctalgia fugax is anal pain that doesn't have a specific cause. This pain is usually caught. It's so funny. It says that doesn't have a specific cause, but then the next sentence is it is usually caused by intense muscle spasms in or around the canal of the anus. Damn. Anyone can experience proctalgia fugax, but it doesn't usually affect anyone prior to the start of puberty. And the symptoms are muscle spasms in or around the lower rectum area or around the canal of the anus. And it's pain that happens suddenly and usually without warning. It lasts for only a few seconds, only, but it can last up to 30 minutes. Uh, these episodes may be severe enough to keep you home from work. They may limit your other activities until the episode is Ben's over. Ben's not staying. It is, it, it, and people uh, don't have any anal pain between spasms. Thank God. So and, you're in between a spasm right now. Yeah. Uh, and so this is pertinent yeah. to me. The pain or spasms that occur at night may be painful enough to wake you from sleep. I, 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 when I was experiencing it before and I was like sweating and like, how do I make this stop? I went on Reddit like, you know, months ago when it was happening at two in the morning and it felt so good because other people were saying, this is, I've given birth before and this is more painful than that. No it way. is. Yeah. It's legitimately so, it's it wakes be, you from your sleep. And it's just not related to anything. It's just a random, your ass just goes, Ugh, uh! Just, yeah, why do some people get it? I don't know. They don't know. I'm never getting my we ass need, stabbed. We need to raise money to fund research studies. But I did find, either I figured this out on my own, I can't remember, or I saw, but there is a yoga position that allevi- alleviates it immediately, which is the cat-cow position. Oh, I love that. Where moo you get hiss, on, baby. Moo hiss. Is that where you get on all fours and like arch yeah. your back? And you go, moo hiss. Moo Keep going. Cow, cat, cow. Cat. Oh, oh, yeah. Because the cat, you arch your back. Yeah. Oh, that's and in why some they yoga call it classes that. They have you moo when you, and when hiss. You do the cow, you go moo. Interesting. Yes. Well, I just did the moo one, and I bent my back like this, and like, I guess it's stretching your ass muscles, and it, and it works like a charm. So I was awoken. And then I just, I was laying there in pain and I thought, oh, I know exactly what to do. So I got on my bed. <laughs> It'd be funny to see like if I had a nanny cam or something, me just waking up and then immediately getting on all fours and like presenting myself to a ghost and then being like, whew, that's over. <laughs> going back to bed. So Your spooky little song. Yeah. He, he hurt his ass. He hurt his. Wait, speaking of. Uh, raising money. So Is that a jar? Oh. Look, I didn't fart in it. It's okay. The, <laughs> I was just, you know. Wait, wait. By the way, check the disclaimer in the box because I almost forgot to say that. I was. Please. I was driven mad by how much money this woman was making off these jars, right? Uh-huh. Go on. And I said, there's got to be some money in this for the old trillionaire mindset, boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what happens on every podcast that we do? There's a lot of giggling and no, fun. No, no, no. You always have to burp. Oh. <laughs> and I figured <laughs> yeah. if we could capture one of these burps, it's a real episode burp. Uh-huh. You're gonna give it back to me and I'll say you can you can get in my DMs and we'll 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 come up with a fair price for a premium Ben burp. That sounds like a hot deal, man. You guys we're gonna NFT this and sell ten thousand. No, no, no. 
No, this we're not going to do that. This is the real deal. This will come <laughs> to your house, and you can open it up and take a big whiff of Ben's burp. I'll tell you exactly what it's going to smell like. It's going to smell like half a banana. Uh, but a wait till it's bar. a good one. Wait oh, till no, it's a I good know. one. I, I've, I'm going to have it at the ready. I just spilled water on myself. It's my and first it's time drinking. A, uh, it's going to be a spontaneous burp. Ah, boy, that liquid death, sure. At least these, you know, if there's going to be burps on every episode, we might as well... Might as well monetize them. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you could be the lucky owner of a... Um, of a of a Ben Burp. Did you know, by the way, that uh, this is a Kerr jar, but Ball, the brand, the, the company that makes the other jars, is a publicly traded company. Ticker symbol BLL. How are they doing? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> but uh, anywho. We should tell people it's fr- it is Friday now. Do yeah. not be alarmed. Oh, look at that. Ball. Uh, what's their market cap? Scroll down just a little bit. Uh, market cap is $29 billion. Holy shit. Holy it's- shit. They do... $11.78 billion in revenues, you and they were why? founded in 1880? They got a fucking monopoly on the jar. We no, they get... don't. They got Kerr right here, unless they own no Kerr, No one too. buys Kerr except for me. Fuck That's old... me. Look at that. Head for... Headquartered in Broomfield. Oh, Colorado. well, subsidiaries, Ball Aerospace and Technologies. Huh. So they may maybe do some shit like that. Okay, so we got to tell everyone it's, huh. it's Friday right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's not Monday. We're trying something out. Yes. We explained it last week. We we usually do them. We record on Thursdays and they come out on Mondays. Yes. And we want them to come out closer to the day we're talking. Yes. So we're trying to get them out on Fridays. Yes. And if people hate it, we'll go back. And if people like it, we'll stay. Yeah. Because, you know, we're, we're trying a new thing here. Because uh, one of the complaints that we had gotten before was that by the time the episode comes out, the news, whatever we're talking about that week, may be a little stale. You know what the worst part was? Literally, <laughs> every time, without fail, every time we mentioned Elon Musk, he would do something, we would talk about it, and then over the weekend he would do another dumb thing. Yeah, well, because he's a shit heel. So, it's Friday. Uh, we want we got a lot of comments from you guys about the student loan episode and wanted to express our gratitude for sharing your stories and your frustrations because uh, it is a frustrating thing. Some of you have loans that are now higher than the amount that you initially borrowed because of outrageous interest payments and and whatnot. Oh yeah, there was a there was a really good one too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because some people were talking about what the uh, this pause over the. Uh, over the pandemic has meant for them. And I think there was one guy who was like, I was able to save up enough money to move out of my parents' house, like just from not paying these. That's huge. Yeah. And that's all he, they owe that to us. Thanks a lot, Obama. Yeah. Man, what's he doing now, right? Uh, you know, kneecapping popular democratic movements. Oh, yeah. And podcasting with Bruce what's Springsteen. His name? Bruce Springy. To, you know, just fucking boomers. Who are so popular, calling themselves Jesus. renegades? Is, uh, yeah, that's the name of the <laughs> podcast, right? Renegades. Jesus H. <clears throat> oh yeah, we we had some um, comments from the 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 uh, Graham Stephan episode. <laughs> There's one guy, Tyler Church, says, "Guys, please don't think we hated you for the Graham episode. This podcast absolutely slaps. It was just a severely different vibe between both of you." This episode very strongly brought back the chill vibe, and Emil actually got to talk, unlike the last one. We love you both. He's, of course, referring to episode 15 that just posted this week. Tyler, thank you very much. That's a very sweet thing of, of you to say. Uh, yeah, the vibe was different, because <clears throat> we had a 
a guest who was much better than us and wealthier. So we had to treat him. Well, you guys don't understand what happened thusly. before the show. We had to let him. It was in his rider. We had to uh, get down on our knees and let him spit in our mouth. Yeah. And uh, we did it. I, I I got the first spit, so it was a lot. And <laughs> I it was did like, jeez, buddy. <laughs> what do you... <laughs> What did you eat a banana? But it was like he's done it before. He said, "He said, give me a minute before he did my spit." And like he, because mine was pretty hefty too. Yeah, and then he asked us to to leave a comment on um (laughs) and to smash that like button and to smash that like button. Hey, if you enjoyed that spit, go ahead and smash that like button. (laughs) (laughs) The spit algorithm. But the like button is so he. (laughs) What? Go on. No, no, finish it. Come on. The like button is so what? Come on. Come on. <laughs> this is gonna be good. It better be good. We're gonna take it out anyway. I'll, no, t- no, I'll tell ahead. you what I was gonna say. No, just say it. The the like button was actually his asshole. He pulled down his pants and he made a <laughs> sp- he, said, <laughs> he made he spit. turned around and said, "Smash that he like made button." Spitting in, into his asshole and he said, "Smash <laughs> that like button." Jeez, Louise, man. Yeah, and then we sat down and did the whole show. <laughs> oh man. Oh, That's obviously getting taken. Babu, <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe we can leave it in. Maybe after we, we listen to this back, we'll enjoy it. Uh, so before we get into the meat and bones, meat and potatoes, meat, uh, meat, and potatoes. meat and potatoes, or in your case, beans and potatoes, because you don't eat meat, and <laughs> yeah. you, this boy loves beans. Because uh, we got a special episode, <clears throat> so stick around, because um, it's going to be a doozy. But we wanted to get some some news out of the way. John Ossoff proposed a no-Congress trading bill that hopefully, fingers crossed, goes somewhere. Doubtful. Yeah, his tweet. Tonight, I introduced legislation to ban members of Congress and our spouses from trading trucks. Three-quarters of Americans agree. You said trading trucks, but I'll trading let it stocks. Trading stocks. Three-quarters of Americans agree. I love how he put three-quarters <laughs> of Americans agree. It's very. I don't know if you saw that viral study that was like, Princeton finds that popular opinion in America actually doesn't matter to policymaking. <laughs> sure, because they don't give right. a shit. That's like, yeah, John, we want a lot of things to happen, pal. Yeah. I hope you can do it, but... You know, and it wouldn't, it, I wouldn't put it past some of these sniveling, coward politicians to find and exploit, create uh, 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 some loopholes. Like, oh, well, then they just trade out of an LLC or their kids or... Any number of things. Like, I'm sure they can create an S-Corp or something. It's just, it's all horseshit. It's also crazy because, you know, you don't have to run for Congress, right? No one's forcing you to run for Congress. Yeah. If you want to trade so bad, you could just not run for Congress. Yeah, well, and also, while you're at it, pal, we appreciate what you're doing, John Ossoff. John Ossoff! Oh, fuck, I don't have my sunglasses. I was going to do the wrestler guy anyway well okay so that bit is dead but <laughs> i do love all the people messaging him like where's my where's my six hundred dollars uh, some people didn't get six hundred bucks no remember when because we needed R- Raphael warnock and john ossoff mm-hmm. from georgia to both win their senate races and the big push was the democrats were like if they get in we'll pay you we'll we'll send you the two thousand dollar checks oh right but what they did was they sent out the $1,400 because they were like, well, you guys already got 600 And everyone was like, you promised 2000 People are still salty about it. Uh, the last thing, Unusual Whales from their Twitter account um, got a lot of, got a lot of uh, coverage this week. Um, 
It's pretty similar to the insider story we covered. They just yeah. they broke down Congress members trading for 2021. You can scroll down and you could see they have all the members of Congress. Who, not only who not only right. Not only are they trading more than ever before. Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, <laughs> but, no, just go for it. They, not only are they trading more than ever before, but many of them beat the market. Um and they made, to quote the tweet here, they made numerous unusually timed trades. This Austin, what's the guy's name? There's, it's, it is worth going and checking out. They, it is, uh, they do have a big list of all their unusual trades, and uh, it's, I mean, it's interesting to read. Nothing's gonna fucking happen. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Let's hope something happens. Do you know what Austin Scott? I, because I didn't look. What did Austin Scott? He's the number one by far. He actually beat. Nancy yeah, he Pelosi. made a big trade. I can't remember what. Uh, what it was did he trade his soul for freaking it's a huge information list oh man yeah that's a huge list uh it's gonna take forever to find it oh good god wow this is an exhaustive it list. is like people should check it out it's really cool um oh, oh. nope false alarm <laughs> that feels so gross <laughs> i can't imagine Putting my ass up to one of these. In that is kind of a gross visual. I never really thought about her actually making Ugh. the jars. Like, what position do you think she did it in? Do you think she did it naked? Through, no, I through think underwear? she did, like, a sitting legs up. Legs straight out? <laughs> Stefanka, if you're out there, let us know how you tooted into those jars, you big tootie lady, tootie girl. Ben, I gotta tell you, what? It's good. Uh, it feels good to talk to you. You know why? Why? Because <laughs> there's no one fucking talk to anymore. I feel crazy. I feel like I'm on lockdown again. Everyone is sick. Everyone can't hang out. Yeah. They they're either sick or been exposed to someone. Yeah. And I feel very much like early days of lockdown. Yeah, those early days, man. Remember. <clears throat> Oh, I remember. You would have days where like someone would call you and you're like, you, like dust kind of comes out. You're like, oh God, I haven't oh. talked in so long. Yeah, it, it was a weird time. That's a great transition you just made, pal, into I, with the meat and potatoes. I know. You don't even have to call attention to it. You can just I want to because I love a good transition. That was fantastic. So <laughs> here we are now. Which I know. We, <laughs> we wanted to go over the COVID crash, uh, our ex our different vastly different experiences of the covid crash since it's about just about two years since the whole thing started and we're going to do an interesting thing here where we emil and i really put together a timeline here well the uh. <laughs> yes was that a good enough burp <laughs> okay so let's capture give it back, <laughs> give it back. <laughs> if anyone wants it <laughs> DM me. We'll yeah. work something out. Oh, yeah, we'll donate I'll, it. I'll to... have to uh, see what the going rate is for. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I won't keep the money. It'll go to a uh, koala fund. It'll go to a koala fund. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we will donate it to some kind of thing to save koalas from Gladys Berejiklian. Those chlamydia infested guys. Well, so <laughs> anyway. anyway, so because of how much it feels like early lockdown and how horrible it is right now, we started talking about the old days, and you have an incredible story. That's very pertinent to the show. Yeah. My story is not... Mine's just funny because I'm like a fucking contrast. deer walking around the forest waiting to get shot. Yeah. 
so we we put together an exhaustive timeline uh of the entire like the start of covid and and my experience trying to short the market uh, you'll have to stick around to see if i actually scored but so let's just dive right into it january 9th 2020 the who announces announces <laughs> Stroking out here. January 9th, 2020, the WHO announces a mysterious coronavirus-related pneumonia in Wuhan, China. Meanwhile, the S&P 500 closed at an all-time high of 32.75. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm obviously, I'm dialed in. I'm, I'm paying attention. I'm on, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Reddit, and I'm on other websites. What's just, going on when you're at home trading? How many monitors you got? I just have three. I've got Three laptop monitors. and two. I've got my laptop and an external, and then I've got my PC and an external, All or right. just a monitor. So you're checking news. You're checking yeah stock apps. And there's checking- there's starting to be some some rumblings about some kind of crazy shit going on in China. And I, being the reactionary that I tend to be, am like, oh, I got to start shorting the market, man. <laughs> Shit's gonna go down, man. That's what's good. That's the trader in my head. So in early January, you were like. I'm gonna. Sh- you were Michael Burry. I was starting to to Michael Burry it a little bit, but it was uh, it was a painful thing. So then, fast forward to January 20th, the CDC uh, says, "Hey, three airports in America will begin screening for coronavirus: JFK, SFO, and LAX." Now, you would think that the CDC saying like they're starting. It's starting at first. It's all the way in China, and it's like it feels like a, a distant thing that's not gonna touch our shores. Therefore, that's why the S&P was probably not caring because, hey, it's probably just another SARS thing or a bird flu. Swine flu. Swine We've flu. Been you name this it. Before. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, this, this headline 11 days later pops up, but lo and behold, the S&P shoots past 3,300 and it goes sideways for that whole week. The next day. Wait, wait, but just so like... What are these? Was this like unprecedented at this time? All time highs, like we've yeah, never seen. Yeah, it was all time. Like, oh, I mean, and you were like, yeah, this it was is finally going to turn. Yeah, because I'm thinking, the how the fuck are we chilling at all time highs when this thing that's starting to, uh, you know, happen in China is just being wholly ignored because it's clearly something's going on, and it's. But kind for of, me, I did not. Oh yeah, you well yeah. Well, and then the next day, January twenty first, the CD twenty first, the CDC confirms their first uh, COVID case in in the United States. But the markets didn't give a shit. Meanwhile, I'm going fucking nuts because I'm like, okay, it's here now, and we still don't know anything about this thing. It's a mysterious illness. Two days later, Wuhan goes under quarantine. Mi- like twenty million people locked in their homes, and I'm going absolutely fucking bananas. Why the fuck is the market still up? I'm losing thousands of dollars, like, like weekly, Life daily. Life is good. We had Daddy Trump being like, it's like a flu. It's all going to disappear. He wasn't, I didn't even think he was saying that yet. Things are going strong. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's happening. Meanwhile, I'm seeing videos of people collapsing in the street in China. The, the S&P starts to falter a little bit. It so looks it a little sketchy. it did start to shake. It did start to shake, and I, I'm betting against it. You know what the but problem was? What? They were still calling it the corona. No one started taking it seriously until they started calling it COVID. Well, they were. The it, coronavirus is like a bad joke that your uncle would make. It was like, still called the Wuhan virus back then. No, I remember yes. coronavirus like back in December. I remember being at the gym and I took a survey. I, I, there was like this girl that I knew Look, and her friend. Wait, wait, wait. I know, but this is the anecdotal evidence. It's a coronavirus. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
But back then, this is before anybody even knew about it. I'm looking at my phone and I'm like, this shit's getting serious. And I just took a took a minute and I said, hey guys, there's like seven people around me. I said, hey, can I take a quick survey of you guys? Have any of you ever heard this of this? Is how J- this is how Ben is, by the way. He just walks up to people <laughs> so what? and asks these. We're all people. Can I take a survey of you guys real quick? <laughs> and they're like, do you work with, a, like, who do you work for? And he's like, no, no, this is a personal, this is just a personal thing. That's I pretty do. much what I said. I was like, this is just a personal thing. Can I ask you at, at the gym? And I said, uh, you guys ever heard of this thing called the Wuhan virus? None of them had heard of it. And then I said, I, I, what's the word where you're like projecting predicting the future uh, this is gonna drive me nuts if you know the word put it in the comments um i i uh i just said it's all you're gonna hear about for the next two weeks <laughs> and i only put two weeks on it little did i know this is you're such a weirdo it's not that weird man can i ask you a question you ever heard of the wuhan virus it's all you'll hear about two weeks yeah did, wait wait but did you what was the point you said they weren't going to know about know coronavirus. If, I wanted to know personally if they had heard of it because it was my gauge on the market. But what about the coronavirus? It, it hadn't been called that. I mean, it it was that, but it wasn't referred to oh. that on social media. I didn't know it was the Wuhan virus. I yeah, thought it was, was a Trump thing. At first it was called the Wuhan virus. What did he call it? Wuhan? No. Kung Sh- flu? Oh, God. Don't even repeat it. So stupid. It's clever, but it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clever play on words. And then, okay, so then we jump to January 26th. Kobe Bryant died. And what were you doing? Walk us through what you were doing. I mean, this is just, it's hard to explain without going in. And I don't <laughs> no, want to go into the details. Why not? We got time. All right. This is what the show's about. I also feel very stupid as we're explaining. Like, you're like three monitors watching the market and like, oh my God, people are dropping dead. And uh-huh. I'm just being a moron. But we had this, we had this thing, me and Phil, my best friend, had this thing called the Beach Crew. And it all started because we're both from the East Coast and we're in LA. No one goes to the beach in LA. It's, it's weird. It's right there. No one goes. Right. So we started going every weekend. Then we would be out at parties and people would be like, you guys were at the beach? I never go to the beach. I never think to go to the beach. And they'd be like, tell me the next time you go. So we started telling more and more people and all these people started coming to the beach. And at one point we had so many people who wanted to come to the beach. We started this newsletter and people were, it, it got out of hand. We had all these people going to the beach every weekend. We would send out a newsletter on Wednesdays that said, here's what beach we're going to. Everyone loved it. We wrote these like, it was fun, weird long, you were in the beach crew. Yeah. And yeah, it was a joke that went too far. People were calling us the co-captains. Yes. And so, yeah, and then, you know. (laughs) Phil did a logo and everything. Oh, it's a great logo. Yeah. It was very exciting. It's very fun. Because we also started extending it to, like, parties and stuff, events. Yeah. It'd be like, Beach Crew's having a thing. (laughs) Yeah. And people are itching for Beach Crew activity in the winter. Yeah. And so we said, we'll have a Beach Crew winter formal. In February. So yeah. we were planning the winter formal and for our invitations. And uh, we also had another element of it was going to, it was going to be a fundraiser for Bernie Sanders. Hmm. So we had our friend take some pictures of us. Well, I'll see if I can pull up the pictures there uh, and we'll, we'll put them somewhere there. Yeah, no, we'll put them up. Yeah, yeah. We'll pretend like we're looking at them right now. These promotional photos that you guys yeah, took. There's pictures of us in different outfits. Uh, you and Phil. Yeah. And, They're great. 
And then, so at the party, we had a bunch of them printed out and we would, if you bought a picture for $5 or you showed us a donation slip to Bernie Sanders for $5, we would sign the photo and you get a signed photo of us. It was insane. I have one. I have it on display. But so that's what I was doing. January 26th, it was, I remember it. It was the day Kobe Bryant died. I'm literally changing into a new outfit and someone goes, holy shit, Kobe Bryant died. They crashed his <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> And I was coming back from a mushroom trip in Joshua Tree, and I pulled over to go pee at a gas station, and I checked my phone in the bathroom of the gas station, and I saw a text from my mom that just said, Kobe Bryant with a broken heart. And I was like, a broken heart emoji. And I was like, okay, (laughs) what's going on here? (laughs) So I went on Twitter, and I see Kobe Bryant, and I was just like, oh, man, you know, I'm tired because I just done mushrooms, and I was still three in the morning. And, you know, something like that happens. You want to tell somebody. The only person was the gas station attendant, this this lady in her 40s. And you were like, let me ask you a question. You heard of Kobe Bryant? <laughs> no, I did not. It's all you're going to be hearing about today. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> no, I just said, I like, you know, I paid for my water and then I just went, Kobe Bryant just died. <laughs> I needed to connect with someone. And she goes... No, really? He said, yeah, Kobe Bryant. She said, really? And I said, yeah, he died in a helicopter crash. No. And then I left, and I listened to the radio all the way home, the drive home, and Kobe Bryant died. Yeah, that was a Sunday, I believe. Anyway. Okay. So, so the market, Kobe Bryant's dead. Yeah. You got to understand, this was a different time. That is a doornail. And Kobe Bryant's dead. The market. How did not care. Doing? Market doesn't care about Kobe. But then, so fast forward to January 31st, the WHO finally declares a global health emergency. And I was fucking ticked off because at this point, the market is starting to pay attention. And people are tuning in to hear exactly what the CDC and the WHO are saying. And they still weren't calling it a pandemic. They did not label it as such. Uh, but this was a Friday, January 31st. And the market started to drop. Things looked pretty grim. Okay, so let me ask you this. What what was your status as a trader? I was shorting the piss out of the market and shorting losing. the piss out of the market. Yes. When did you start doing it? As oh, early like, as like, January yeah, 9th? As, as early as January 9th. Holy I was like shit. every week was just like dropping five grand, five grand. So at this th- point three for or, three weeks, you're waiting. Oh, I'm just losing. Yeah. Just losing. Yeah. I was just getting my ass beat. And I've got some screenshots. Uh wait, is do do we have when oh yeah, this, so the, they'll be coming up here. I've got some screenshots from the Discord stock chat that I'm in that uh, I went back and dug up, showing just how fucking frustrated I was. But so that was a Friday, and then the next week, lo and behold, shocker, the market just shot right back up to all time highs. Is there a I, reason why? I don't know, buddy. But it was frustrating. Let me tell you that it just I'm shot getting back up. I'm getting frustrated two years later. I know. It just shot right back up. It just didn't care. And then finally, three days later, February 3rd, the United States finally declared a public health emergency, and the market didn't care. This is after us seeing Wuhan get locked down, like all of China gets shut down, basically. It wasn't just, it wasn't just Wuhan. It's like we, we, we see the people dropping dead in the videos, which was, you know, it was still kind of like rumor. Who really knows? But then now, okay, we've got cases here. We've got a public health emergency. Market didn't care. It went higher. And, yeah. I'm, and, and I am and I wrote on the notes here, this is actually good news. Because that's what it felt like. It just felt like, actually, no, this is good news. 
because who the fuck knows? Because the market just kept going higher. Look, life was good. <laughs> was. You know, we couldn't lock down at this point because you know what? February 8th, you know what we had? The Beach Crew Winter Formal. It was very important. We couldn't lock down, okay? Yeah. Hey, guys, we want to take a quick break to thank the sponsor of today's show. Us! us. It's us! It's We're- a bonus episode. So we are the sponsors today. Yeah, well, it's kind of a it's a complicated situation, but today's going to be the first one that we're releasing on a Friday, so we don't have any ads. So we're taking this opportunity to to be self promotional because we're bad at it. Yeah, we bad at it. And follow so, us. Yeah, we need you guys to follow us everywhere. Yeah, every social you can think of. Yeah, LinkedIn. No, no, no. See, we're already fucking it up. I, <sighs> Go to Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok and follow the show page. Yeah. It's going to be trillionaire pod yes. on all of those things follow it us personally if you then, care yes follow us personally we'll let you figure out what our handles are mine's emile de rosa i'm sure you can find ben i don't know what mine is and then once you've followed us we also need you to like the video yeah do that like the video if you're watching comment as well too but only nice comments yeah and then if you're a listener even if you're not a listener, if you're a video viewer too, yeah. we need you to go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify yeah, and leave a review. Five stars. Yeah, because five is good and one is bad. Look, we've got... Some people are doing it already. Let's read some of the Let's comments. See if we've got any and if you ones. leave a good comment that we like, hey, buddy, this could be you next time. So from... Being talked about. Uh, CM Gene, we've got... Thanks to them, I, na- I now know how much money I missed out on when NFT started and how to defraud Target. True mil- trillionaire mindset right there. That could be you. Uh, we've got this guy, R3Q5, five out of five, would buy fart jars. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Rat City Binge. This one might be my favorite. Rat City Binge? Yeah. Hmm. I made my hustle culture obsessed father listen to this. He hasn't he hasn't lost quite as much as Ben in the stock market, but he's getting there, and I thought it might be helpful to him. His review? They talk about business for five minutes, and then it's an hour of nonsense. The one guy, Ben, I'm assuming, won't let the other talk. Shut up for a second. And they, okay, go on. And they only have one episode a week. High praise. I love it. It's hilarious. This show makes finance accessible and entertaining in a way that I didn't think it could be. Our parents watch. Yeah. My mom likes it. Hi, Mom. Ben's parent watches. <laughs> My parent watches. <laughs> Wait, did your dad watch the show? Yeah. That's cool. What does he say? He likes it, although after the when when William Prezone uh, stormed the show. Yeah, stormed the Capitol. I said, uh, I said, did you see that one? And, and he said, yeah. I said, did you like it? And he went, no. <laughs> He's honest. He's honest. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, everybody. So this is what I was up to. I was while you I were was there. while you were freaking out watching um, videos of people dropping dead in China, <laughs> people fucking <laughs> passing out in labs. I was trying to figure out if we had enough inflatable beach balls to make the party fun. You did. It was great. Yeah, I didn't care at all about coronavirus. I was uh, I was preparing my speech so I could give out little awards for who went to the beach the best. Yeah, I got an award. What was your award? I don't remember. I think d- Biggest Dummy or something. I know we gave out uh, Best Bodyboarder, uh, Best... Well, well, my nickname was Third Eye. Oh, yeah. that It was something to do with being able to uh, track the waves and stuff. Yeah, because every time we would go body surf, I would see the waves coming before you guys, and you called me Third Eye. That became my nickname. 
because I, I had a, right. a sixth sense yeah. about these things. I know Maddie was pissed because she won Best Bodyboarder and we saved it for last because, I mean, it's the best award. Yeah. And she's really good at bodyboarding and, uh, or body surfing. But, and so the whole time she's, isn't everyone getting awards? And she's like, I can't believe I'm not getting a fucking award. Getting snubbed. And then she just wins the best award of the night. Wow. You know, I actually, so on my glossy, uh, nine by 12 or three by 10, whatever the headshot was with you and Phil, you both signed it. You wrote dear third eye. And you obviously made this bit as a pun, but you said, I see a bright future with you. Little did you know. Look at us. Yeah, look at this. Anyway, February 12th, here we go. I'm getting increasingly pissed off because I'm short the market and it's not going down. And we got some, uh, here's some screenshots. So the first one. So what are these from? What are we looking at screenshots from? This is from, from uh, February 12th, 2020. No, no, no. Where are oh, these? Oh, this is, what do you mean? Where are, this is on Discord. Yeah, yeah. Explain, like. Discord is a is no, no, a no, not what Discord like you have a Discord with who? What do you? Oh, these are, are you this is a this is a, a bunch of other traders. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was about to explain Discord. <laughs> oh, so Discord. Have you ever used Slack? <laughs> so it's kind of like Slack with more functional um, functionality. Oh, I'm so pissed off at Discord though. They that's uh, a whole other thing. Um, I'm frustrated because I'm 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 noticing that a bunch of uh, uh, S and P Friday for that Friday a bunch of puts meaning bets against the market went off. And so because a bunch of puts went off, I was expecting that the market wasn't going to go below there because usually when people bet big that it's going to go down, it doesn't go down just because that's the fucking rules. And I wrote in this <laughs> in this frustrated bit here, call buyers always win, put buyers always lose, them's the rules. What's the next one? Ben is pissed. This is I'm February so 12th. I'm so fucking angry. How deep are you in at this point? I'm pretty, uh, well, Cause so you're for, still... for that week, I was in some Friday 3350 puts, meaning I need the How S&P. How confident were you at this point? Very confident. You were still confident. But I was pissed off. But so like, this is how pissed off I was. I was sarcastically just at home angrily typing. I'm in some Friday 3350 puts at $3.60 because my favorite thing in this whole world is to lose money. <laughs> And then, so this, this wait, wait, perfect- I gotta ask you though, what? you're so confident that like the world economy is going to crash yes. and like COVID is going to be a big deal. Yes. We're hanging out this whole, you didn't say a word to me. Cause we didn't have any guidelines yet. We didn't know like anything. There were no masking rules. There were well, no you nothing. You could have tipped me off to buy a little fucking. I, well, that's the thing. It's like nothing was happening. And I even, uh, so I express my frustration by saying in discord, Donald Trump could nuke the entire state of NYC and we'd rally on the prospect of rebuilding. Ben thinks that New York city is a state. It by is. The way. <laughs> yeah. <what>? <laughs> <laughs> But that's how it was. It's like any bad headline would come up. And then because the market didn't react adversely to it and actually went up, people would say, well, the market's forward looking. And like, actually, so so it felt like, yeah, an asteroid could fucking hit planet Earth and the market would rally 2% because, well, now we get to rebuild and there's going to be more jobs created. It's that fucking frustrated. There was frustrating. A, it was a very confusing. I mean, Every day there was a new story about how much or how little we have to worry about the virus. Yes. I mean, but you were confident that this was coming. Well, yeah. And then the very next day, February 13th, the numbers of infected from China were released and it was tremendous in the hundreds of thousands and the market didn't care. And so I wrote in Discord, all news is good news (laughs) because that's how it felt. And then I wrote... China could be shut down for an entire year and we'd hit new highs on the prospect of them coming back in 2021. 
which is exactly how it fucking felt. And then I wrote, bad numbers from China? Good. Not as bad as before numbers? Good. <laughs> like, it's all, it just felt like all good news all the time. Then February 17th through the 21st, the next week, global markets begin to weaken. So is that good for you? It's good, but it still wasn't fucking happening. Global markets start to falter, but meanwhile, America's like, meh, meh, meh. Hey, you can't bring us down. Meh. Can't bring us down. And then something special happened on, on uh, February 18th, which was I was alerted to, on February 18th, when GameStop was about $4.50. Okay. I was alerted to the unusually high short interest. Um, and I, I just, I was like, eh, that must be false or something. And I Explain also- Explain that a little bit though. So what was going on? So uh, more and more people, there were rumblings about the unusual- More hot, and more people trying to short GameStop. Well, not more and more people trying to short, just more and more people were talking about, man, there are more shares short of GameStop than there are shares- circulating okay but so this is february 18th 2020 2020, way before months before yeah i mean it would be so close to a year before no not close to a year uh, several the whole gamestop thing happened it went it it was over a year it like lasted a while but i remember thinking oh this data's got to be wrong because if this were the case it would already be squeezing to high heaven but it wasn't um little did i know so you didn't get in i did not but around that time also, I was growing increasingly frustrated, which seems like a stretch because I was already at my max levels of frustration because companies like Apple, the biggest fucking company in the world, started to publicly raise concerns about the growing uh, dire situation in China. It was affecting their supply chain. It was affecting their manufacturing capabilities. And how so the market react? The market did not <laughs> fucking care. Let's see. Okay, so here's uh, my buddy UPB. He's uh, you down with UPB? <clears throat> you would never guess what UPB stands for. Urinary? No. Pract binfection. Urinary pract binfection. <laughs> He's a good buddy of mine from uh, the chat room I'm in. Uh, it stands for uranium pinto beans. That's his nickname on there. But anyway, you see, he pointed out to me that 103 percent of the float was short uh and yeah so and i wrote sometimes the ones that are supposed to be an easy short are the ones that squeeze the most mighty tempting explain explain this percent of float thing to me that means that like i said the more shares are short same thing that's what it's the same thing because the float is how many shares are freely floating that are available to buy and sell anyway so that was that and then, so on on the on the news that Apple was saying, I wrote, "I give up. Truly, I just don't understand anymore." Apple could say they're cutting estimates in half, and we'd spike on the prospect that in five years they'll be back up. So glad I didn't buy the thirty three sixty five calls or the thirty three eighty calls for tomorrow because the market just kept fucking going up at this point. And then I said, "Probably see futures, which is you know the market." Probably see futures up 10 points, then gap up and hit all-time highs tomorrow. Half the world could explode tomorrow, and futures would be up two points. Ben, I had no idea you were going through this. This is oh, February I was, 18th. I was getting gray hairs. I was like, it was absolutely fucking insane. And Wait, it, so were you right? Did they, did they go up? Yeah, the market kept going up. 
February 19th, the next day, things are looking worse and worse, and the market just wouldn't budge. And, and we, we, I got more, more of my complaints here. <laughs> so unhinged. This is February 19th. Yeah, the next day, I said, I'm honestly starting to think the market never crashes again. Why would it when everyone now knows the Fed has our back no matter what? Why sell when you can just hold on? And someone in Discord reacted with an Elon Musk <laughs> emote or whatever. Uh, and then the next one I said, if you want to make money, sell me options. <laughs> so you're still not throwing in the towel. I'm not throwing in the towel because I, I'm like, something's got to give. How much money have you lost at this I point? I don't even know. Probably 20 grand, 25 grand, Shit. I, I think. Yeah. Are you worried at all? No, because I... I, I I mean, yes, but <laughs> you must have been a little worried. I was like this. I felt like I felt a little like uh, Michael Burry in The Big Short. I was like, I'm right, and the market is wrong. Like this is insane. And sure enough, the next day, February twentieth, hospitals in the United States started to prepare for the pandemic. The market took a little bit of a hit, but it still barely fucking moved at all time highs. And I, I'm just getting crazier and crazier. This is February 20th. Ben is absolutely losing his mind. I said, ooh, daddy, I want you to crash the market. And then I said, where's that headline about hospitals preparing for, for the pandemic? What the fuck? And then I said, and that day we did have a 40-point drop in 40 minutes. And I said, it's fine. It doesn't mean anything. No, it's just, yeah, I, my attitude was, oh, no, the market drops? No, just buy it back up again because it doesn't fucking mean anything. Oh, it just, it dropped but went back up? Well, I I mean, it was, yeah. And then the ne <laughs> there's an old saying, there's an old saying in the market, bulls make money, bears make money, pigs get slaughtered, which means, you know, people on the upside, bulls make money, bears make money, but if you're a greedy pig, you always get slaughtered. Right, okay. And my name, my nickname in this Discord is Benjo. And I wrote, I wrote, bulls make money, bears make money, pigs make money, Benjo loses money. <laughs> that's what it felt like. It was like, wow, no matter what I fucking do. Was anyone else in this Discord also trying to short it? Uh, there were a few people, yeah. I think everybody had a little bit more. But no one was shorting it as heavily as you. No, because, I, I mean, I honestly don't remember, but, but I did not think that anybody else was. But, okay, so then, okay, here we go. It's starting to get real. We got a lot of, there's a lot of screen caps here. But the market started to drop on Friday, February, I believe it was Friday, February 21st. I, I, I finally, so here's the fucking crazy-making thing that happened to me. I was betting against the S&P, but I also would bet against like Amazon because I Amazon's a huge part of the S&P and if one drops, if they're both going to probably drop in kind, right? So I had been betting against the likes of Amazon also. So I finally I finally got a little bit of profit on my Amazon short, so I took the profit which is so funny because the, usually I never sell. I just, I buy options and I hold them either to profit or they go to zero, right? Okay. And <clears throat> after like a month of losing money, I finally had one little winning trade. So I sold some because I was like, all right, I'm just going to take a little bit of profit here. And it's, I, it's funny because, or ironic, I don't know, because the one time I shouldn't have sold is the one time that I fucking did, you know? Um, so I, I actually 
chronicled that a little bit here. What are we? What are the screenshots? How much did we you? Got? Are we going to find out how much you made? Uh, yeah, it was it was a pittance, but oh yeah, I uh, I sold three out of my ten um, Amazon twenty fifty puts for the following week, meaning I needed Amazon to go at or below two thousand and fifty, and I bought them at three dollars and seventy two cents, and I sold them at eight dollars and fifty cents. It's pretty good. And then um, I started to laugh because. I was the market was starting to look weak, and I I was bra- He's I was absolutely crazy point. Ha 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 ha! Still holding thirty three hundred and thirty two fifty puts for next Wednesday on SPY. SPX, yeah. And then uh, let's just burn through these. Um, oh man, there was a fucking headline that drove me fucking insane. The the it, it's taken out of context, but the quote was. Though the market hasn't been complacent regarding COVID nineteen, this is as of February twenty first. When COVID has now been like in in the ethos or whatever for weeks, and it says ethos? the, the what, whatever the fuck, ether? I don't know. Ether, yeah, thank you. Uh, I don't know. The public uh, collective consciousness. Sure. And this, whoever this jackass commenting on the market oh, said that- Oh, I wish we had his fucking name. The market hasn't been complacent regarding COVID-19. And I wrote, are you fucking kidding me? Like it has been the definition of- of complacent, says the guy who's been What's shorting the What's the definition of complacent? Just, eh, didn't care. Just, eh, eh, That's complacent. Eh, I'm so complacent right now. Eh. Right? Do I have that right? All right. What, what was the next one? So what have I got here? Uh, then I started to get serious. I grabbed some of the following week. 32- now he's getting serious. I grabbed some puts and what else? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so for any... Any audio listeners, Ben is on Discord and he writes me today and he's got Jim Carrey and Liar Liar screaming, losing his shit. Yeah. And this is because I had taken profits on some of the the shorts. Like I had been losing money on shorts this whole time. And then finally, when I got a little bit of profit, I took some, I took some of it off. And it's the one time that I shouldn't have because... By my estimates, as of as of the twenty first, I had left about fifty thousand dollars in profits on the table. Jesus! And then I wrote, "Love being short for weeks, then missing most of the move by selling the day before, which is, by the way, something I never do because I never fucking sell." But I was like, eh, "I'm gonna play it safe this time. I'm not gonna lose any more money." And it's the one time that I shouldn't have done that. So, is there any part of you that's worried yet that it's not coming? No, but then I followed that up with. I never cut losses, and I did yesterday. Unreal. It truly just felt like it felt it. It really felt unreal. Like I've been I'd been doing this for a month, and I just. But then I started it. You know, the it, the stars started to align, and I said, "Call me paranoid, but it feels to me like we're on the precipice of a huge sell-off." And buddy, I was prepared. Is that the yeah? And then by then, the CDC and the WHO said today, February 21st, to expect human-to-human coronavirus contact here in the United States. Whereas a week prior, they had said, hey, no big deal. Which was part of the crazy-making thing. It's like, it was obvious to anyone with a fucking brain what was going down. And they, uh, yeah. It is crazy. Like, so... Seeing all this happen, I'm like, was I fucking stupid? But now looking at the notes, um, I think maybe I was just so hyper focused. So February 22nd, the next day, I was Saturday. In, I was in Nevada that weekend with like the Bernie Sanders campaign for the Nevada caucuses. Mm-hmm. And I think throughout all of this, the only thing I was thinking about was that 
Bernie Sanders is going to be the president. Yeah. You weren't thinking about anything? Why I would was, you be thinking right. about anything else? And I was like, we need to win Nevada. And then we did. And it was the greatest fucking day ever. Wow. Well, then the next day, February 23rd. So there's this thing called the futures market. And that's basically, for lack of a better explanation, it's like the after hours market. So the market closes at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. And then there's after hours trading until 8 p.m. But then beyond that, there's just what's what are called the futures. Um, and they are... They're basically, uh, they give you a good idea of where the market's headed, roughly. And that Sunday night when the futures market opened, they were tanking, like in a serious way. So I was very mixed because I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm about to make tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Holy shit. But I was also scared to death because I'm like, this is tanking way more than I anticipated this is a real problem. Like now it is finally here and it's serious. And I don't know, like I'm kind of scared. Like I got to go to the store. And so I couldn't sleep that night. This is still early. This is February 23rd. 23rd, yeah. So I was scared for like everything. And I I remember I called my mom at like 2.30 in the morning. She, God bless her, has her phone on and woke up and was like, what is it? And I said, Mom, I'm a little scared. You called your mom in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, because I was freaking out. I You're said, gonna make her worried. I, well, she was. She she said, "Well, what should I do?" And I said, "You know, I think you just go to the store first thing tomorrow and just buy a bunch of stuff." She didn't do it, so I ended up doing it for her that week. And I I think I load I loaded up a shopping cart just more full than I've ever loaded a shopping cart. And I remember people were giving me looks, and I was Dude, like, "These that poor is fucking early slubs. to be doing that." I know. I was so paranoid that I, I even wrote an email to my ex-girlfriend. What? Who I hadn't talked to in months. And I was like, Why? you got to just be careful. And you got to you know, go to the store and things are going to get serious. And like, because I was, I was like on a high, just like, holy shit. I know what nobody else knows. It felt like it was crazy. Did she respond? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because it's so early to be sending that. Well, yeah, but and like, I, at least you were vindicated. Oh, but God, yeah. for probably three weeks, she'd be like, "Should I fucking like call someone and see if Ben's okay?" Yeah, no, no, that was not. I don't know. She probably didn't even get the damn thing. But anyway, so then Sunday night, I was in Discord, and everybody, everybody in there was so they were they were so happy for me because I was about to clean up. I had loaded. I think I had like I can't remember seventy thousand. I want to say it was, was it like $70,000 worth? This math doesn't cut. I, I don't think this was all of my positions, but I had... Damn, dude, you were putting that much in? I mean, for the audio listener, I, I had just five, uh, 15, 25, 30, uh, 42, 47. I basically had like 50 put options across the S&P, Amazon, Google, and Tesla. And that week was like a very bittersweet thing for me because the market was crashing. Well, it was like the first big crash, then it bounced, and then I reshorted it, and then it really tanked. And I, I, I don't want to disclose, I, I made a fucking, I made a lot of money. And it was, it was... You don't want to tell us? No. It was weird because it was like, I mean, I didn't know the extent of it. I didn't know that like people were going to die. I just thought, oh, this is, I was thinking supply chain. Before it was like a big thing. Oh. I was thinking, okay, China shut down. 
what's going to happen when essentially the global economy is going to grind to a halt? Holy shit. And that's what I was prepared for. What day are we at? So February, February 23rd. 23rd. I mean, the supply chain issues, oddly enough, didn't really, the the effects didn't get felt until, you know, now. But what did you do? February 28th. I got in an Uber to go on a date and the driver asked me if I was scared about the coronavirus. And I said, no, not really. <laughs> Which is funny because the next day, February 29th, we had the very first COVID death in the United States. And what did you do? I... <laughs> I went to dinner with two friends and we were all going to split. It was a nice restaurant. So we said, let's just get a bunch of plates and split. And the, uh, the waiter said one of the plates they, that we wanted, they didn't have. And they were like, but the sandwich is really good. And we were like, yeah, but we're splitting everything. Like, how are we going to cut this? Like, it was like a round sandwich. We're like, how are we going to cut that into three? And he's like, I don't know. You guys can figure it out. And so when it comes, it's like wrapped in one of those burger wrappers almost. Yeah. That's and how you know it's good. We looked at each other and we were like, well, we'll just, we could just take turns taking bites. We'll just keep passing. <laughs> so we're just passing this thing around. And as it's go, like, it's definitely a big story at this point. But I remember joking. We were like, if we all get coronavirus, we'll just quarantine together. That's so funny. <laughs> so that's what I was doing. And then the next day, you went to a Bernie Sanders rally in Los Angeles. Right. And Another, then, I've, I was going just to super spreaders only. Oh, yeah. And then two days later, Super Tuesday, what did you do? I went out on a date and made out with a stranger in a bar. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> oh, better. Jesus Christ. I was everywhere. <laughs> super Tuesday, yeah, I went on a date. And we made out, and then I went to uh, the DSA party to watch the results of Super Tuesday. And that same day... It was at the... Verdugo Bar. Oh, nice. Love that bar. Th that same day, the S&P uh, dropped a ton, but it started to rally. That's that first kind of rally I spoke of as Jerome Powell came in and tried to calm things down by dropping uh, the Fed funds rate. And this that was uh, that was putting a, a Band-Aid on a, on a gunshot wound at that point. So then the next week, what did you do? March 6th. <laughs> Go ahead. I just, I made out with a stranger in a bar and we joked about giving each other coronavirus. It's very funny. And then what did you do the next day? The next day, uh, we, I met my friends at a bar uh -huh. and we had some drinks and then we went to a bowling alley. It was like we found the grossest bowling alley in Los Angeles to go to. And then we went to do karaoke. It's like you were... It was like we were trying to get COVID. Yeah. Uh, and then this is my favorite note of yours. On March 9th, two days later... This is a Monday, right. So, yeah. so after that weekend of going to bars and bowling and karaoke, <laughs> I felt sick, but... No, not only that, you said you felt super sick. I felt super sick. <laughs> and you went to the gym. I went to the gym anyway. Ah. Uh, but at this point... I hope that doesn't make me seem like a bad guy. I no, have no idea. We didn't know. I, I have no idea if it was COVID. I have no idea yeah, what it was. of course you don't. Was, but. Well, that, that was a black Monday for the markets when the S&P dropped 7.5% or 225 points. And uh, I was short, so that felt really, really good for me. What did you do the next day? I canceled the date because I felt sick. Good I was, for you. I was being responsible. Uh, then the next day I had a virtual appointment to see if it was actually COVID and they were just like, 
yeah, what, what do you, we don't have tests. What do you, yeah. and I was like, oh, fuck. And so I just dealt with it. And then that night, Tom Hanks. Tommy Hanks, man. Announces he has COVID. Got and the COVID. NBA shuts down and it all becomes real. Yeah. That was when it all became real. Well, I think I would argue that the next day became really real because you canceled the last yes, uh, tuck shop comedy show in your backyard. That was a bummer. That was a big bummer. I remember Coachella was canceled too. Arguably, Tuck Shop is bigger than Coachella, but... I would agree with that. That same day, Thursday, the S&P was down 9.6%, or 260 points. Trump tried to calm the markets, uh, but it did not help. And the market, it was wild. It halted multiple times. It had a circuit breaker where like, it drops so much that they just stop everything. It's called Limit Down. Ooh, excuse me. Oh, I burped. Well, that one's not going in the jar. Wait, so what's going on with... like? You haven't sold off all your... I was slowly selling off some of the options okay. that I had. I had put on new positions because all those other ones from that screenshot were February. So, But is March March 12th is when everything starts to really... Well, that was, it was down, and then the next day, the market rallied because that's what happens during bear markets is like things will drop, but then they'll rocket back up. But then March 16th, we had another Black Monday where the S&P this time dropped 11.98% or 324 points. It was it was chaos. It was like, this is the first time I'd lived through and traded an actual crash. I'd never seen the S&P down that much or, or halted that often. Like, Were you freaking out? I wasn't because I was positioned for it. It felt great for me. I was like, holy shit, this is opportunity for me because not only am I getting a bunch of cash, then I'm then going to be able to buy the dip on on all these quality companies. It, it just, yeah, I, I was not, I was vindicated finally too. Damn. Which felt fantastic. You had such only- a different experience too because for this point in time, I feel like everyone I know was so scared about just COVID and you were dealing with all of your positions. Yeah, and at that point I had I felt like I had learned enough about COVID to know that like, all right, you know, for relatively healthier younger people it's probably not going to affect you you just got to be careful and like mask up and whatnot but also by then the central banks were doing everything that they could like they were just literally throwing money figuratively because they're not literally throwing money they should they should have to do it like that yeah strip club they should just have to throw every trillion all the trillions of dollars yeah put it on pallets yeah yeah uh, and then, funny enough, on the anniversary of my dad dying, I guess, Bill Ackman. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bill Ackman is this uh, billionaire guy, and he's an interesting dude. Um, well, not really. He's just kind of milk toast. But he went on TV and he cried. No way. Yeah. Well, he, he, like, choked up because he he's an emotional guy. But it's funny because it was later revealed that he had shorted the piss out of the market, too. He was doing it like you. Just like me. And except he turned $27 million into $2.6 billion. And then when he was going on TV spreading fear, it was was kind of a mixed bag because he was saying that he was buying stuff. But he also was like, he was, uh, you know, uh, spreading fear and like freaking out. And that... When a billionaire guy who's who carries some weight is freaking out and crying on TV, yeah. It, but but at little did everyone know he was actually loading the boat and good buying to, the hell out of it. Good to know that whenever there's a global catastrophe, there's some rich asshole just becoming a billionaire, cleaning up. So this is him. this is just a quick little moment of him choking up on uh, on CNBC. I'll watch a billionaire cry. He's not saying, you know, 
Oh my God. He's not saying to storm the beaches at Normandy, right? He's saying, go home. Go home. Go home. Spend a month with your family, okay? And I know for some families that's a hardship, okay? Um, but it's nothing. All right. Go. He, he, at the time, yeah, he was. Um, Bill Ackman was going on and saying that what Donald Trump needs to do is just tell, keep everybody home for 30 days. Just shut everything down except for hospitals and stores and whatnot and give everybody money. And that's what we need to do. And he likened it to like, this is our responsibility. It's not like he's asking us to storm the beaches at Normandy. It's just stay home. And he made an emotional plea for it because he also then revealed that his father was very um, vulnerable and he had he had already been quarantining for like a month. So it's funny that (laughs) I was on the same one track mind as this billionaire. And, uh, you know, like, hey, uh, where's where's the credit that I get? Well, you didn't try to tell anyone. Yeah. Fuck. Well, because he probably knew that nobody would listen. Uh, but I then, would have listened to you. Then shit started to turn around. March 23rd, the low was officially put in, and the market rallied from 2,200 in the S&P to 2,600 in just a couple days. Uh, the Fed stepped in, lowered the rates to zero. Uh, it's funny. Oh, my God. Looking back at this, holy shit. They had their, quote, unquote, dual mandate. This is like their guidelines of 2% inflation and maximum employment. Um and now we're sitting at like 7% inflation. So kind of ran a little bit hot. Uh, around this time, you know, Congress approved their $500 billion in corporate loans. Um, yeah, blah, blah, blah. There was all sorts of restrictions. April 20th, oil went negative. You remember that? That was fun. Um, and then uh, around that time, the market started to just really rally. And that's when you had dipshits so like Dave Portnoy. Have you still not sold off? All your positions yet? Oh, no. I had sold all my... Oh, so you made your big... I made my big money. I bought the dip. Right I bought at... I bought a bunch of quality shit at low, low prices. Damn. But like one of them was car. Remember I told you I bought yeah. like several thousand shares of car, but then I sold it like almost right away because yeah, I one. thought that we were going to maybe have a double dip. We never double dipped. <sighs> and then, yeah, we had everybody gambling with their stimulus checks and and everybody thinking themselves as day traders and stocks only go up and Dave Portnoy starting his stupid shit. God, that guy's such a douche. Um, and then, you know, unemployment was above 15%. And that's when we had Tesla and Zoom and Moderna and Amazon and Facebook and Google and Shopify and uh, Chewy, you name it. Anything that even closely related to, hey, are people going to use this more now that they're staying at home? Just absolutely rocketed. And that's why Jeff Bezos' wealth nearly doubled, and yet Amazon hardly gave anybody a pay boost. Because uh, No, they got hero pay. Oh, right. They got like a sandwich or something, right? I Nah, for a little bit it was like $2 an hour, but it expired. It's like, it, it didn't last. And so that was it, man. That was the that was the whole. That's it. I still want to know how much. You, will you tell me off camera? Yeah, sure. I'll tell you. Off okay. Camera. Um, wow. It's not as much as you think. It's not like millions of dollars. No, I know. It should have been like from 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 the top to bottom and then back up. It should have been several million dollars. But I I kind of I. Damn, you could have made several million. I could have. I and my goal, like I've disclosed before, my goal is to like not be a trader anymore. I don't want to do this shit forever. I right. want to like make enough to where that I just don't have to work again. What's enough? Three million dollars. 
three to f- like five million dollars. Love it. Where you just park it in dividend stocks and you get an annual income of you know uh, two hundred million bucks at two hundred fifty thousand, three hundred thousand, something like that. And it's totally doable. But anyway, you got to pay taxes and you got to pay for life. So it just constantly chips away, and Uncle Sam is just taking the fucking money. And we gotta, hey, we gotta, Ben, we really love what you're doing. But we got to buy more bombs, man. We're big fans here at the IRS. We're big fans, but that F-35, it's just, it's just, we're almost there. We're almost there. It can hover. Those F-35s aren't going to crash themselves. Yeah. Those F-35s. Ben? I lo- it's it's a real sore point for me because, baby, I love airplanes. You do love planes. And but you like it when they fly. I like it when they fly. I'm not a fan of the F-35. You know what I love? The F-14A Tomcat. The uh the that was a cool jet. That was my favorite one. They retired it. It was a navy uh plane. Did you see the videos of the the I think they're marines or something with the jet packs? No. And they're going from the small boat to the big boat? <laughs> no. They've got legit jet packs. Like, wow. It's wild. But that whole you know the meme of just like please give us health care? <laughs> yeah. It's just like <laughs> Guys in jetpacks. <laughs> I I clicked it to see if I was like I bet the first reply is please give us health care and it was. Oh, I love that. I love. It's people. always like just watching them. It's why are you doing this? Yeah. And I think some military guy chimed in and was like, these guys would get absolutely smoked if they tried to fly off this. Oh, of course. Yeah. Pick them off like no problem. Oh man. So I don't even know. Do we even want to talk about predictions well, going forward or where we are now? Oh, oh look at the that. Royal Marines. Oh, he's a British going, oh, yeah, I'm going flying right here in a little boat, in a big boat. All right, oh, it's time to hit the jetpack. All right, here we go. Oh, chaps, oh, goodbye then. Here we go, flying. Oh, God, oh, jeez. Oh, this is for the Queen. This is for the Queen. How much do you think we uh, he's paid? He's a- listening to the Beatles. <laughs> what? How much do you think we paid a military contractor to make that stupid fucking... Jetpack? Yeah. Oh, in the hundreds of millions. Right. Yeah. They got money. We should start a, a military contracting company and say that we're developing, like, I don't know, psychedelic warfare, and they just pay us to take mushrooms <laughs> to, to research uh, yeah. it. What was everyone complaining about with the whole MK Ultra thing? You guys were getting free LSD. Just take the <laughs> ride, baby. Well, because then the government gaslit them and was like, you, can, you can't be doing that. No, yeah. Here, take some acid. Why are you doing that? And then they were trying to figure out how to make, like... Remote viewing work? Yeah, and, like, super soldiers or, like... How to get truth serum and yeah? Can you imagine some government guy giving you LSD and then going, "Okay, try to imagine what's going on in Russia right now." Well, have you ever <laughs> seen the the woman? They give it to her and they're asking her questions, and she's just like, she's in awe. She's like, "It's beautiful, the colors, everything. It's amazing." And they're like, "Shut up, bitch! Tell like, us shit. Tell us where the nukes are. This drug just rocks." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're hoping this is gonna be some kind of we're weapon. Not, we're not gonna a, torture people with this. Yeah, not a spiritual thing. I'm sure if you give people enough of it, yeah, you'd kind of manufacture your own paranoid. Yeah. Wait, so the we've we've come very far, but it feels like not that far at all, right? It's been almost two years, and we're still just. Uh, well, the market is now at all time highs. It's now just kind of stuck there. Now we do have inflation. It's like I said, I mean, throughout, we had inflation creeping up, and then every time the Fed talked to the people, they said they went from saying that there's not going to be that much inflation to, well, there is going to be inflation, but it's going to be, the big word was transitory, it's going to be temporary, 
And then now it's there is inflation, but it, we're going to handle it. And every time that there's something, I, I'm basically I'm kind of in a similar position right now where I've been kind of shorting the market here and there because it feels like okay, we've like rocketed past where we should, I don't know, where we should be. I don't know how to All right, guys, to say Ben it. is shorting the market. I would get to the grocery store Very, as <laughs> soon as possible. I'm Wait, not. I'm, and also, I'm not, you know. I got to pull I gotta pull up this picture of, uh, I I was so, I was like so panicky. It was, it, I'll look at the date. It's got to be like March 15th or something. And I'm at the grocery store, uh-huh. March 15th, 2020. And the guy in front of me, literally just has i had to take a picture it was just like two big miller high lifes and then just like coffee creamer and cigarettes or something i'll find Hell the picture yeah. it's really that guy rocks an amazing i was like this guy doesn't give a shit yeah about anything that's happening yeah wait can we pull the clip real quick i sent something uh i don't know if ben's seen it there's a guy who uh you know Look, a lot of people don't want to take this vaccine, right? They don't trust it. And yeah. so we've got this guy who has, um, he's, he's figured out the latest antidote to COVID. And, um, this guy, yeah. Drink. And so we can, huh. he's got a little video. Huh. If you, uh, well, first of all, his photo is he's wearing a, a like a, whatever kind of, anti-sweat what is that like um um under armor shirt with a custom label on it that says vaccine police yeah which i guess he's like he's posing he's he's anti-police so he's saying like we're stopping the vaccine right vaccine police i would think you're uh trying to help get people to take it yeah so he's he's got a little video down at the bottom but he's also posing for a photo in front of his white mustang yeah he's holding multiple guns he doesn't look crazy (laughs) He looks like we a, could watch him for a little bit. He's we'll got skip. a photo of some football players behind him. He's in a nondescript room. We'll skip around a little bit. Let's okay. see. What he has Group G R O U P. Okay, Doctor Group, and Dr. just Group. had a ninety-minute conversation with him, and he told me that it's very possible and probable we have the antidote. Okay, we did it, and the antidote is even for those that have been vaccinated. And, 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 and the it research works. he's already sent me, even if you already took me the vaccine. Away. And they're going to tear me apart, but hey, they, they tear me apart all the time. <laughs> all right. And I've been practicing this for 20 years. Got a t-shirt and, of Nikola um, Tesla. Everybody's always said I'm cray-cray, and I am, but I'm crazy like a fox, okay? <laughs> and guys, when I tell you this, please, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but go do the research, okay? Do the research. Because this what? is going to just be like, Fucking... there's no way. But the antidote, and I'm going to kill my credibility. What credibility do I have anyway? So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> The antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. (laughs) Urine therapy. He's telling people to drink their own piss. And I know. I swear to God, go to the end. I was like, maybe it's like he does something with, it's like probably like two minutes and he's. Let's see. Vaccine I would ever take, but this vaccine is the worst bioweapon I've ever seen. And what keeps me up all night and every night is I don't know how to cut it off. Okay, I, I know how to fix almost everything, but this right here, once you inject that mRNA technology, me and my friends are like, we have no idea. And I literally just had this conversation with Dr. Groove, and I, I trust this man's li- my life with this man. I, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not telling anybody to drink their own urine, but I drink my own urine. I've done drink my own urine for the last 23 years, and I'm still alive, and I drink bleach. Not bleach. I drink chlorine dioxide. But, uh, but anyway... <laughs> 
Wait, you mean to tell me that this guy has been drinking his own piss for, for 20, 20 years? years? He looks great. I, I might start drinking my wow. piss. You know, I got to pee so bad right now, I might just try to skip the cup and just shoot straight straight to the source. Piss into that cup? We'll both no, take a I sip. No, I couldn't fit them, buddy. I would overflow in a, Look, in I'll a heartbeat. Look, I'll tell you, Omicron is everywhere. It's probably in this room Well, you know us. where the antidote is, right? In our fucking piss. Yeah, it's in our piss. Which begs the question, why even have to drink it if it's already in? uh, I don't know. Why won't? Well, he's not a medical doctor. Why won't the WHO and CDC tell us about this? Why are they hiding it from us? Because they make money. They can't make money money, on on the piss. It's big piss. Piss is free. You know who gets piss? All all the piss they want? Toilets. Man, they are thirsty. Big toilet. (laughs) Big toilet is hiding the (laughs) antidote from Uh, us. Do you ever? Do you ever? Do you ever drink my piss? What? Huh? No, what did you say? I said, do you ever feel bad for your toilet? No, never. I do sometimes. Sometimes it's like, man, we ask so much of these things, and they get so little from us. They're just choking down shit. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they like it. I mean, I guess that's their function after all. But maybe they dream of bigger ambitions. Of what do you think a toilet wants to do? I don't know. Sit sit out on the curb and get picked up by someone. <laughs> to to get more shit and piss? Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. Yeah. Somebody should ask one. We should take some acid. Get some. Get someone in the CIA to give us some acid and experiment with toilet communication. The CIA is gonna have us talk to toilets. It's called Toilet Ultra. Operation Toilet. Toilet Ultra. Uh, all right, so we got some. What what else do we have at the end, end here? We, oh, inflation is, I don't you know, know if I want to, this has been. Yeah, this has been a lot. We're almost to the end. I mean, here. we could just. I, I don't want to talk about COVID more. I. Yeah, me either. The. The story has been crazy, and uh, uh, everyone's literally everyone is talking about Omicron, and it's horrible. But I think your story was worth it. That's uh, thanks. Wild. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, it was tumultuous. But it, the good thing is that it probably took years off of my life. Do you think so? The stress, probably. You know, nah, it wasn't that stressful, but it was. It was frustrating. But we're all gonna. We all got years taken off our lives, probably. Yeah. Well, about two, depending yeah. on how you. Yeah. You know who it. has it the worst? Donald Trump. Yes, I can't stop thinking. As an about empath, I feel for him. You know what's so annoying about living in LA, actually? Some of these, like, fucking insane people who are, like, very spiritual and everything. Mm -hmm. I was at a dinner, and this was way before COVID. This was, like, just when I moved to LA, actually. And I got invited to this dinner, and everyone's talking, and there was this woman who was, like, just very woo-woo. And I didn't catch the beginning of the conversation, but she was, like, you know, yes, like, and I've just, and I've started to realize that, like, radical love is the answer, and I, I've, I've truly been working to love everyone. I love everyone, and someone was like, you love everyone, and she was like, yes, I have even been able to find the way to love Hitler, and I was like, I hate this place. I need to Damn, love. lady. <laughs> and everyone was like, for sure. <laughs> Save some crazy for the rest of us, lady. <laughs> Wait, who do you feel the most bad for? Donald Trump. Was that really? No. no. Who? I forget. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I interrupted you with Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, kids. I No, I don't kids. even want to get into the schools thing. I like, But I just cannot imagine trying to be... Being a kid is so great. It must suck right now. Oh, it sucks for so many reasons, pal. Yeah. 
you got to have a good brand as a kid. I mean, otherwise just, you're useless. Even just going through that, like what I I haven't really been ruminating on what pre-COVID was like, and it was just like the, the spontaneity of things of just like going to parties and going to bars and going to places and not thinking about it was. Mm-hmm. I'm so bummed even thinking about this. Yeah, me too. I'm over it. I think we should just stop. Stop COVID? Just, yeah, cut it out. Joe Biden, we're asking you to stop COVID. We've all had enough. Bing bong. Joe Biden. Bing bong. Should we wrap it up? There's more that we wanted to talk about, but at this point it just feels stale. Plus I got to pee and we're we're yeah, yeah, well yeah. over an okay, hour. Okay, so, but one more plug. Uh, huh. We're going to do... Uh, what? Why do you look at me like I'm a fucking psycho? I'm like, what's the plug? I don't know anything about this. Well, so I haven't pushed a book in a minute. It's January. It's a new year. I was going to recommend a book that, man's that people, because sh- people are asking me, and I was going to, I was going to recommend they read The Price of Peace by Zachary Carter. Great book. It's about, um, it's a biography of John Maynard Keynes. Which probably sounds boring, but it's not. He's a fascinating dude, and it also <laughs> Ben can't read, so huh? he gets. But it also functions as like a compelling history of modern economics. It's really great, and that leads me into the plug of me and Ben are going to be start starting to put stuff into the newsletter, the oh, yeah, TMG yeah. newsletter. So TMG is doing a newsletter that comes out every week, and you guys should all subscribe. Uh, we'll put. We'll put stuff that we recommend. It'll have fun little clips from us, any kind of news from us and the rest of the TMG gang. I got a book recommendation. <sighs> Just do it. The Bible. Fuck you. The Bible. Uh, oh, yeah. You look go at to that. TMG Studios. One more TMG. TMGstudios.tv. You just put your email in, join the list. Make sure to put them in your contacts or whatever because it did go to spam for me, so make sure it doesn't go to spam. And you guys can get all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. If you've made it this far into the episode, we love you. We appreciate you. Be sure to lick your fingers, suck them off, smash that uh, like button with your finger, your wet, wet finger, your clean <laughs> finger, because your mouth is clean like a cat or a dog. And all the stuff we said to do earlier yeah. in the episode. Like Leave it. us a review. Follow us on Follow every us. social media thing. Suck. Comment. Mm. Five stars everywhere. Mm. Liking. Mm. Kill your parents. Kill your parents. Quit, Quit your, your job. job. Shit your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't do that. Drink your piss. Drink your piss. Stay safe out there, folks. Drink your piss. Yeah. Bye. Bye.